Hi there, welcome. Uh, it's great to have you. Uh, thank you for joining us for the second edition of Within Reach. It's good to be here, isn't it? It's great welcome to be here. Welcome to the Robbers' home. home. <laughs> we found a corner of our room, that our house that wasn't occupied, and uh, we hope we just hope this is an encouragement to you where you are in this lockdown season. Uh, we want to send our love and blessings and encouragement to you. We've got some things lined up that. Uh, will help and bless and encourage you. So uh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, we're really glad you've joined us. And we are going to do our best to help keep delivering um, these podcasts as well as our Sunday Live um, in order to be able to stay connected, to stay together and to encourage one another. So we are here with you, yes, we are. Um, even if apart. You know, I was reading this morning, um, as potentially many Wellspringers were, from John 9 as part of my daily devotional. And I was really struck by something that we read. So the story is about Jesus healing a blind man. Um, and it's the one when, you know, he's putting mud on the eyes, a little bit of saliva. Couldn't do that this moment. Nice. But um, <laughs> just you to know, keep socially... Pre-quarantine, um, pre yeah, A pre-quarantine miracle. Um, but he, was, um, he brought healing to this man. But before he actually brought healing, there was this really fascinating conversation that went on between Jesus' disciples and Jesus. And the disciples were asking, was this man blind because um, of his sin or his parents' sin? And what struck me was Jesus' reply. Let me just read it to you. So it's, it's John 9, um, verse 3. Jesus says this, It was not because of his sins or his parents' sins, Jesus answered. This happened, in other words, his blindness, his sickness. This happened so the power of God could be seen in him. Wonderful. I just find that amazing and the thing that really struck me today is in this unprecedented times that we're all living in when we're all staying home and adjusting every single part of our life that God wants to show his power yeah. so even in our struggles even in our weakness even if even if um, we're not feeling well in all of the situations that we're all feeling in, in the, in the fear, in the concern, in the um, inconvenience, everything, in the tiredness, Jesus wants his power to be shown. And yeah. in bad times, his power can still show. So I was really encouraged by that, and I just want to encourage you to stick with our readings, um, stick in the Word of God every yeah. day, because he wants to speak to you. Um, and it's always good when Jesus speaks through his Word. That's true, and it is a really good thing to mention, the reading plan. The reason that's there, many of you take part in that already. Uh, in fact, it's tweeted out, I think it's on Facebook, it's on our social media every day. Uh, it only takes a few minutes, but it's really a good thing. I'd recommend, especially at this crazy time, to start your day with the Word of God. Uh, it's really important to be praying, to be reading. Um, it's a great thing. So. And now's a good time to start <laughs> a healthy habit. <clears throat> you know, yeah. You've got a little bit more time on hand, maybe. Some of you have got less time on hand because you, you know, you're with the NHS or something. Um, but for those who've got a bit more time on hand, why not start a healthy habit right now? You know, by the time these first three weeks of um, stay at home end, we could be in three weeks habit of Bible reading. Yeah, we could. Win. That'd be really good. And you know, also to back that up, um, based on our reading plan, Stephanie Embry, one of our uh, ministry leaders has actually prepared a simple prayer, a paragraph every day. Uh, we're going to be, we call it We Pray Today, um, and that's going to be on social media as well. We're also going to be putting some videos out, look out for those, where different members of the Wellspring family are going to read that prayer out uh, from the view of where they are, from what they can see as they pray out over Watford, uh, or from something that interesting while they pray and read the prayer. So uh, 
so that's a really good thing. So do join in with Repray today and add your amen to that. There's also a national and international effort coming up. Uh, and uh, I'm not sure what it's called, but it's basically uh, calling the whole of the church across the world to pray at 1900 hours for 19 minutes uh, for uh, a cure or the end to the coronavirus, uh, for God's mercy and kindness on those who are sick, to pray for an end to this uh, crisis. And so uh, in every time zone, every hour, literally millions of Christians around the world uh, 24 hours through uh, through the night, obviously in the time zones, they're going to be praying for 19 minutes at 1900 hours for the end of COVID-19. Easy to remember. Maybe you could make your career, set an alarm uh, to do that where in your home, uh, do it with the people that you're with, or just even if you're on your own, you can join with literally millions of other Christians around the UK who'll be praying uh, for those 19 minutes. It's really important. If it is about seeing the power of God displayed, if that's one of the reasons that God's allowing all of this craziness to happen, then uh, prayer is really essential. And months ago, we set aside uh, this next coming week. So uh, from next Monday, uh, five days of prayer and fasting. And we're calling it Send Heaven. And we're each on a personal and a corporate level across Wellspring. We're praying that God would send heaven. Yeah. Uh, pray that actually heaven would come to earth, that his peace and his kingdom would come. And uh, we're going to have a half hour prayer meeting at 6.30 every morning. Uh, so it'd be great to join you uh, in that half an hour. We're going to pray together. Um, that's going to go out over all the, the kind of usual um, out, outlets. And then on Thursday night at that 1900 hours on Thursday evening, the 2nd of April, uh, we're going to be praying for 19 minutes specifically for uh, the uh, COVID virus to end and uh, for an end to this crisis for all those affected by it. But we're going to continue on for the remainder of that hour and we're going to do that through our live streaming means, um, which is both through the front page of the website, through YouTube and Facebook all at the same time, which is Clever really cool. That, so, uh, so we need to pray, church. We really need to pray. Yeah. And uh, prayer changes things. Prayer changes us and prayer changes things. So I just want to say thank you to everybody who is looking out for their neighbours. We know that a lot of that is going on and people people are caring for each other. And we want to encourage you to keep doing that through um, your connections with Wellspringers, to get in touch, check that your friends are okay, that you, the people that you already have connected with, check that they're okay. And we want to encourage you to keep going at just being aware of your neighbourhood, yeah. being um, Jesus in your neighbourhood, your position there for purpose, it's not by mistake. Um, and to see if you can help people, encourage people, phone people, keep them socially connected, even though physically distant, um, to be able to just love your neighbour. Um, that would be a good thing to do. So thanks for doing it and keep going. Yeah, keep doing that. It's really good. Uh, there's also a number of Wellspringers who found themselves in a situation where uh, they're on, you're, maybe you're on furlough from work or you find yourself, your work is paused, um, but you're fit and well and healthy. And you could be... Uh, doing something with your time outside of your home. Well, guess what you can be if you're willing to volunteer. Now, I've been in meetings over the last few kind of e-meetings, video meetings, yeah. um, over the last few days with various different community leaders. Uh, and last night uh, was with about 20 uh, faith leaders from across Watford and the MP for Watford, uh, Dean Russell. And he was asking me and asking all the faith leaders to encourage people like you, uh, if you're fit and well and your household is fit and well, uh, to encourage you to consider volunteering. Now, if you're from Watford, and if you're in Watford, 
uh, you can volunteer for a Watford specific kind of coordinated effort and uh, the links for that are on our website on the front page and you can find that information. It's not a fancy website at this stage, it's simply a form and you fill in that form uh, and give your details, they'll be in touch. There's also a thing called Team Hearts. So if you're outside of Watford and you want to be involved uh, in volunteering in Hertfordshire as a whole, um, there are loads of opportunities for you to give your time. It can be transporting important things, uh, putting prescriptions to people. There are loads of opportunities. So please, uh, if you're at home and well, consider giving your time to volunteer. And we don't have to coordinate something just for the church. This is a chance for us to make new friends and make a difference in our community. So go to the front page of the Wellspring website and you'll find a link there, which is pretty much all you need. Excellent. Now, another thing that was uh, encouraged by our MP was to say something really simple, I know that, and that is, unless you, you have to go outside for work, unless it's really essential, please stay at home and you will save lives. And we're here within reach uh, to encourage you to, in your home, um, but please don't go out unless uh, you need to. There are government guidelines about uh, one act of exercise going out a day, um, but if you don't need to leave your home, please stay home and avoid cross-contamination with other households. That would be really good. So we're in lockdown, um, but uh, God's with us. And so stay at home and you'll save lives. It's amazing, isn't it? Because probably um, like me, you might have thought that if you just stay home, you're pretty redundant, you're pretty useless. But actually the message is really clear. We're actually intentionally staying home because we're intentionally helping people by not getting in the way of the NHS. So I've never been more helpful to the whole nation <laughs> as I am now by Amazing. staying home, which is really good. You know, there was a season um, a couple of years ago um, when I was forced to stay at home, not because of everyone else was staying at home, but just because I was injured and I ruptured my Achilles. I was just preaching, just in case you've forgotten. Um, but <laughs> I, I had to stay at home because my Achilles ruptured. And there were a couple of things that I learned during that season of forced um, kind of small living where I just couldn't physically get out and about um, without major help from other people. Um, there's a couple of things I learned and I just thought maybe I'd share them with you yeah, um, because um, it just might help you. It was a joyful season. It was truly joyful, truly joyful, um, which I never want to repeat, although here we are, um, <laughs> but our Achilles are good, so all is well. Um, so these are the couple of things. One was about routines. It really, really helped me. Although my routine was different, I wasn't going to work and I wasn't able to drive and things like that, my, I still kept some level of routine. So I got up in the morning, I didn't just stay in bed, I went to bed at a decent bedtime, I had meals at a reasonable meal time, and I kept you know, rhythms and routines going in the day, which really helped bring, um, just keep things in order, help my head space as much as my physical space. Um, the other thing that really, really helped me, although it, this does not sound nice, so brace yourself, it's just going to sound horrible, um, but were the restrictions I placed on myself. I'm sure there's a better word for it that sounds godly, maybe like self-control. Um, there we go, it's a fruit of the spirit. But the restrictions I placed on myself ultimately really helped me, both physically and mentally. These restrictions um, were for me were, I didn't watch any daytime TV. I think maybe on day one I did, and by the end of it I was like, not in a good place <laughs> because of watching all this rubbish and filling my head with all this rubbish. So I actively decided, okay, I'm not going to be on screens, I'm not going to be on um, social media, I'm not going to be on daytime TV especially um, during the day. And for us now, with the bombardment of news, we might want to actually restrict, yeah, we need to good. stay informed, but we might want to restrict 
how much news we're even um, consuming. And, you know, for me, I'm, I will stick to sort of the major announcements um, from the Prime Minister and his teams, um, rather than just all the filtered media. So I restricted that during the day. The other one of a restriction, and this is horrible too, you won't like this either, um, was I restricted what I ate because I had this theory, if I wasn't able to move, I really wasn't burning any calories. And I'd gone from a big gym habit to zero activity. And um, whereas at least now we can still keep moving. But so I was like, well, if I'm not burning it, I'm not going to eat it, which is really difficult because in these crisis moments, you want to comfort yeah, eat absolutely. and you want to kind of just junk eat. And, um, but I decided what I didn't want to do was come out of my four months, which was this was going to be of... Um, really restrictive movement and have to go on a diet because that would have been like that would have been rubbish so I restricted what I ate and actually weirdly that really helped me feel a little bit better um, about myself and keep myself a little bit healthier so um, they're not that exciting That's are good. they but they really helped some me lockdown wisdom. and there's some lockdown wisdom and we've got um, you know our great friend um, and apostolic advisor John Andrews has done some little um, podcasts of some of his wisdom that he's got for they're this great. season yeah. and they're really really helpful so we want to just encourage you to connect with this wisdom and um, we're going to show a little a little yeah. clip and then you can find out more um, from our website. Yeah, in fact this this clip is John explaining the, diff the six different talks he's going to do saying a bit about routine as well from his perspective so have a look at this. Hi everyone I hope you're well greetings from beautiful North Lincolnshire the sun is shining and I just wanted to uh, encourage you in the next few days, uh, maybe over the next six days or so, create a couple of uh, short videos just to encourage you uh, to go forward as we're in lockdown together. I've been self-employed for many years and so um, have had to employ ideas, routines, rhythms uh, that have really helped sustain me. And for many of us, we're going into that sort of lockdown scenario where uh, the four walls around us, if we're not careful, can start to close in on us. Over this week, I'd love to do six little videos with you uh, on routine today, realms tomorrow, rhythm uh, on Wednesday, reading Thursday, recreation Friday and rest on Saturday. Just just two to three minutes to encourage you. Let me start with routine. Um, listen, routine is your friend. So this all feels new to us, and especially with those who've got kids at home, the danger is uh, we just stay in our pyjamas, uh, we hang around the house, and we just see how it goes. That's your enemy. Uh, and I would encourage you, think about creating uh, a working day. Uh, when you're having family days, create family days, create rest times, legitimize your time, legitimize your activity. So I really want to encourage you to create a working day. Think about when what okay there's some there's some lockdown wisdom from dr john um sorry was what was that accent dr john john uh, andrews right, let's start again no, 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 because no. i think everyone should know what we have to live with in this lockdown season keep going i thought that was good that was a good uh, not so good but keep lovely going john. lovely john <laughs> um <laughs> so Family finances can be a real challenge, and one of the things we're praying for you, and this affects you, even if uh, uh, whether or not you have a kind of family, you're part of a wider church family. There's a lot of financial challenges across households all over the place. Just want to say we're praying for you, praying that God will bless you, help you in managing a smaller income, perhaps, or even in some cases, uh, 
job cuts, those kind of things. We're praying God's blessing on you. And of course, as the Wellspring Church family, we all have challenges as well. In fact, I, I'd love for you to pray for us, particularly for the trustees of Wellspring Church, because we're at budget setting season and, uh, and everything has been thrown into a, a new perspective. Uh, so please do uh, pray for wisdom in our church's family finances so that we can plan well. Um, we thank God for the law encourages us to have reserves. So at times like this that you never plan, you kind of never ex really expect, we actually do have some savings to help us make sure we can keep covering the costs of running our ministry. Um, but can I say also, please keep giving what you can into the life of Wellspring Church because every penny will be used wisely and make a real difference. I want to say thank you to those that have actually sent specific gifts to help us get the equipment and the licenses that we need uh, to be able to do the live streaming that we're doing because that's, that's cost some money. So uh, thank you so much uh, for that. Uh, please do keep giving what you can and we know God will provide all of our needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. So please pray and please give. And family, do get in touch with us if you're really struggling. Oh, um, for sure, yeah. So that we can pray for you, um, but also so that if, you know, there's an emergency um, compassion fund needed, that we can we can do that. And you might want to give into the compassion fund for other people. So please, yeah. let's just stay connected, keep talking as we keep praying. And do ask giving. for help if you need it. Yeah, definitely, really definitely. So listen, last Sunday was um, a really significant live streaming day for loads of churches, including ourselves. And we thought we had our new normal. Obviously, there's going to be a new normal this week. But do you know, our live streaming, I hope you connected with it on Sunday, over 600 to 800 views of that gathering, which is phenomenal because our central Watford um, location plus our North Bushy location plus Stevenage, um, we don't have 800 people every week um, gathering over you know, our various different locations. So this is amazing that in this time of you know, um, crisis, people are exploring messages yeah. of hope. And, you know, again, we come back to Jesus's power. He wants his power to be um, known. He wants his name to be known. He wants his love to be experienced. So we're really excited that as we are in this unusual season, that actually God is advancing um, his kingdom. Yeah, it's great. So stay connected, get your friends connected. People who you think um, might maybe never have visited church, they could check it out. Um, in anticipation of in the future visiting and connecting in person. So this Sunday we are going to be live streaming again yeah. um, because we're honouring um, government requirements. We are doing it from our home. Um, so as long as we're well, um, we'll be able to do it from our home. Um, so we're going to be streaming and it'll be, um, there's two main routes that you can pick it up. Um, one is through um, Facebook and it will go through a Facebook Live. And then one is through YouTube. So whichever one you find the easier access or you get the best um, view from, you've got those two options. Okay. Um, we will be taking communion. We're going to be trying and doing that every week. So you might want to start before you sit down um, at the start of our service, our gathering together at 10.30 to bring what you need um, to have a form of communion. It does not have to be in a teeny tiny cup and look like grape juice. Um, it doesn't have to be a little square of bread, you know, whatever um, feels appropriate, whatever you've got accessible, um, whether you're on your own, um, so we're together and you're not on your own, or whether you're in a household or however you want to do it, and we're going to be doing that, and we're looking forward to seeing you. 
um, or you seeing us, or us sort of seeing each other. No, we really just want to see you. And in fact, can uh, we see them though? It, well, we can't through really the screen. Uh, see, that's really. what I was thinking. We can imagine you. I, we, we could imagine you. We could imagine you. Pajamas. No, don't wear pajamas. Get dressed. Get dressed before. Let's move on from the pajamas. So, uh, if you if you actually join in the link through, as maybe last week many of you did, um, through the front page of our website, there's a portal there still. Um, where you can ask for prayer requests and there are some hosts. We also have hosts on Facebook as well. So you can interact with other people. Um, yeah, just really want to encourage you to interact and share with us your requests for prayer. Um, it's going to be Excellent. good. So we'll see you on Sunday. In our imaginations. Yes, we won't, yeah, we won't actually. I think connect on that. Sunday. Well, connect okay. with you on Sunday. One of the things we also want to encourage you to do is um, kind of change the narrative. Um, there is... There is some things we can't do much about, but we can speak truth and hope and life into the season we're in. And um, Tim, you woke up the other day with this kind of, um, uh, how would you call it? An, an absolute stirring. conviction, a stirring, a stirring in your orders. It was just a curry house. Well, we're trying to keep our curry house alive, so we're going to get as many takeaways. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I'll have to be referring to my other advice when I'm about restricting. Anyway, you you woke up with this stirring. Yeah, so... um, To share your faith. What was that about? I just got... um, I felt prompted by the Holy Spirit last week. I woke up thinking about friends and family um, who don't know Jesus. Particularly, I was thinking about my secondary school friends, uh, many of whom... It wasn't apparent to them um, that I was a Christian as I was growing up in secondary school. And in fact, I was, I, I'm sad to say to my shame, I kind of hid my faith from them. And I woke up last week thinking, do you know what? I want to correct that. And I want to go public with this deep conviction that now is the time that people might listen to the message of the gospel. So I was at the Wellspring, I was carrying on with number three, and I just felt still stirred. So I took my iPhone outside of the fire escape at the back of the Wellspring and, uh, and I just pressed record. In fact, I did two or three versions of it, but the one I put on Facebook was the first one. And it was just a passionate appeal uh, for people to consider how basis, how weak, how the foundations of our Western society are being shaken and whether people might just consider Jesus as the rock on which we can stand when everything else is shaken. And, uh, and I put it on Facebook, just for my friends really, and then uh, Mikhail Kluczar from Slovakia, uh, we all know Mikhail and Luby, uh, we've helped plant a church with them in Zlatan Ravsi, uh, he watched it and he said, Tim, can you make this publicly accessible, because I want to share it with my friends. Uh, and since that time, in less than a week, something like 2,300 views have uh, happened, and people have shared it like 65 times, I think, with different friendship circles. And, you know, one of my school friends did, did get in touch and wanted to find out more. What would it actually mean to put our trust in Jesus? And it wasn't a cynical question, just an honest question. What do you actually mean by that? So I'm just so excited about that. And I'd really want to encourage you. And if you haven't seen it already, uh, in a moment you can watch it, okay? And if you have already, then, uh, then if that's the end of your viewing of this within reach, <laughs> then that's fine. But um, we'll show it to you in a minute. Um, But I just want to say, um, maybe you could do something in your way, not in the Tim way, but in your way. Maybe you could do something that uh, would be very similar uh, in your own world to your own friends to share your faith with them. So have a look at this. 
Hi there, I woke up this morning, I thought there's one thing I do today, it's record this video and send this message to you. And I don't know whether you're gonna hate me for this or love me for it, I don't know whether you're gonna thank me or unfollow me or unfriend me. Frankly, I actually don't care in this moment because I just have to share this profound thought with you and that is this. All the ground that we've been standing on, that Western society is built on, in fact most societies are built on, is like sinking sand. This is my thought, you see, is, is that it's like the ground is shaking and we're finally realising that our beautiful house is actually built just on sand. It, it's a bit like our, our systems, our economic systems, our, even our political systems have been shown to be what they are. They're made of straw and then when the fire comes everything gets kind of destroyed. This is not a new challenge, but actually this is a, an ancient reality, is that when we try and fix our own lives, secure our own future, it just doesn't work in the end. And we've come to an awareness because of the coronavirus spread, that because of the emergency this is to our economy and everything else, we've come to, I just please pause for a moment and think about the moment that we're in and think about your own life. And this is what I have to say. I've discovered for myself, there is a rock on which you can stand in times like this. And his name is Jesus. Now don't write, don't, don't write off this. Don't, don't just press stop on this. Please listen. 2000 years or more ago, Jesus came to show us what God is like, not just as a good teacher, not just as a miracle worker, but actually through his death and resurrection, he showed us that actually he was God and is God and he's alive. And he's described as the rock of ages, the rock on which we stand, certainly the rock on which I stand. So even if I die, even if loved ones die, even if crisis comes to my door, do you know what? I'm not afraid because I actually believe that where I'm standing, not because of me, but because he's God, I'm standing on a rock which no one can ever truly shake and no virus can ever take away. So I'm just encouraging you in this moment, in this time of frailty and fear, do not be afraid, but you yourself can put your trust in Jesus. You can simply admit the frailty of everything else that you thought was reliable and you even in this moment can admit that and put your trust in Jesus. I'm not talking about a religious idea. I don't want you to believe what I believe. I simply have to share this. There is a rock on which you stand and his name is Jesus. Call out to him in your fear and uncertainty and you can stand on the rock as well. Listen, it wouldn't be a bad idea for you to find out more. Search online for who is Jesus. Talk to Christians that you know and talk to them about the joy they experience. I've seen this joy in a mud hut in Sudan. I've seen this joy in disease-ridden places in refugee camps. It's the joy of Jesus that lasts through every situation and every season. So consider this yourself. And uh, I don't know, get to a local church or even if you want to watch the services stream from Wellspring Church, then do that. Find a good local church online, uh, plug in, ask more and make a decision yourself. Stand on the rock. Thanks for watching this far and God bless you. Excellent. We really want to encourage you to follow the prompting of the Holy Spirit in your life to yes. reach out where you are positioned um, in a way that is authentic to you. Um, so whatever that looks like, let's be sharing Jesus where we are. And um, before we finish this within reach for this week, I just want to pray a blessing over you. So we're going to pray and I'm also going to um, pray the blessing that's um, captured for the priestly blessing in, in numbers. Um, it's a beautiful blessing. Um, so where you are, maybe you can receive this gift from the Lord for you right now. 
Father, I want to pray for everybody who has been listening to you within reach. Lord, I pray your protection on them. I pray your provision for them. I pray that they will be aware of your presence with them. Lord, together um, as a people group, we pray for our nation, that you would protect our nation, yes, that you would strengthen our NHS, you would help us yes. stay home, you would help save lives, you would bring this um, virus to its end, and you would release life all around. And as you reach people, Lord, I pray this blessing on each and every one of us. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favour and give you his peace. Amen. Amen. Thanks for joining us. We will see you again soon. See you next time.